Hello and welcome to Edge of Empire. This is uh, episode four and uh, we apologize. We've had a bit of a some break. So um, it's been what we missed last month's episode, I guess. Pretty much. We totally did. Yeah. Um, we're neglecting our one or two listeners. I'm sure are probably distraught. One or two. <laughs> That's being optimistic. Two. We might have gone to three at some point, I'm pretty sure. Oh, fair enough. Okay, so um, how have you been, Graham? I've been very well. Oh, very well good. indeed. Not too bad at all. Enjoying the summer, uh, getting out there, getting some games, which is good. Um, but yeah, all in all, not bad at all. Oh. How about yourself? Uh, I've gotten a lot of painting done, but no games. Uh, I think yeah, you, I you and I have been had like one. Uh, yeah, well, I had. I, I just. It was. I sort of saw the end of the tunnel with the uh, word bearers and just sort of shot on with it it's that lovely feeling when you when you've completed what you want to yeah and you've got your fully painted army you can kind of rest and then about 10 seconds later you think oh i should buy something else now yeah that's exactly where i am i'm wondering what else can i add to them <laughs> yeah i think that's pretty much how everybody feels at that point it's like oh that would be good but just now i just need this to make it perfect Never ends. No, no, never ending challenge. Quite right. So, what's been going on in the world of heresy for you this uh, last six weeks or so? So, we've got uh, new releases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, well, there's not. There's been a bit of a drought of uh, releases uh, of, since Warhammer Fest. They had um, what was it, um, Magnus? And then, yep. Um, yep, and then I think that was that was it for a while. Um, there was some more custodies, wasn't there, as well? Yeah, yeah, we had the uh, Custodes Telemon Heavy Dreadnought. I quite like the look of that, I've got to be honest with you. It looks great. It looks very old school. It looks yeah. like the old Terminators, doesn't it? Oh, definitely, definitely. And it's um, it's armor value 13, 13, 12. All right. So, yeah, it is basically like a Leviathan for the Custodes. Got you. Yeah, so you've got um, four hole points... Weapon skill 6, Ballistic skill 5, Initiative 5 with 4 attacks, Extra Armour and Armoured Ceramite. Blimey. Oh, and a 4 plus, plus Invon, which increases to yep, 3 plus sounds... against anything with a template. That does sound very Leviathan-like. Yeah. And it's got an interesting rule um, called Undying Sentinel, um, that if you roll... When you roll for dam, when roll for rolling for vehicle damage on the, on the vehicle damage table after you suffer a penetrating hit, you roll two dice and the highest gets discarded. Oh right, that's really interesting. Yeah. Okay, so like a yeah, okay, like a reverse ordinance. Yeah, exactly. So it's very, very, very interesting, and its weapons are interesting as well. I think it's got a. Um, uh, what is it called? It's the they got dreadnought close combat weapons, which have got shred and murderous strike. Um, wow. which has got a uh, inbuilt plasma projector, which is um a temp at a, at a strength five AP two template weapon. Really? Yes. Shit. It does get hot though. Okay. But still, um, fair enough. AP two. That's, that's yeah, AP two flamers against terminators. Exactly. So or that, anybody that gets too close to them, absolutely just delete units. That is. Yeah. So it, it, it's a it's a very interesting um, unit. It's got a uh, what else has it got? It's got a um, big uh, missile launcher called the Spiculus bolt launcher. Right. Um, that's 
heavy 5, 48 range, strength 5, AP 4, with rending. And if you stay still during the movement phase, you get to fire it twice. So, that's... I think I, think I might have speculated um, on the on the actual uh, Facebook page about the fact that I'm surprised that, given the overwhelming firepower of Custodes, that the traitor legions even you know got into the sole sector never mind actually laid siege to terror well there's not supposed to be that many of them and those that are they're, they're supposed to be fighting in the webway that's also true isn't it ah, but yeah they've... that's magnus's fault yeah magnus's fault uh, and they've got a and they've got another weapon as well which you can put one of the arms which is a um storm cannon a arachnus storm cannon i think um right. which i've heard described as a laser gatling gun and it's got two profiles. It's got uh, a 48 inch range, um, strength seven, AP three, heavy seven, or a 72 inch range, strength nine, AP one, heavy two, with exoshock. Exoshock. That's the weird thing against vehicles, isn't it? Uh, yeah. If you get if you get a if you get a, uh, if you do a, I, I'm tr I'm saying wound now. Play too much eighth. Um, yes. You do. You do. Penetrating it. Yeah, you do a penetrating hit. You get to do, um, you get you get to do another one. That's right. Like the Derrideo has got that, hasn't it? Yeah, Derrideo has that, and I'm trying to think. Some other units have got it as well, but it's, yeah. Cool. It's an interesting unit. It is. I mean, I expect it's probably quite a lot of points as well, which is how they kind of tend to balance these things out. Well, I haven't um, seen. I haven't looked at the points actually, but I imagine it's quite a few points. Well, all the custody stuff is. Yeah, that's true. It's like. You speak to a custodies player, and uh, do you know Stephen Henry? Yes. Yeah, from um, North Shields. He's got yeah. he's got a uh, custodies army, and, uh, he and has. Lovely. at the weekender, um, we were you know I was just looking at his and uh, every and you know and um, he was playing I can't remember who was playing. I think he was playing one of the lads from um, Sons of Heresy, and right. every time uh, he lost a character, he he would literally be uh, you know. Getting his get getting his worry on, and it's sort of like yes. well, you've only lost one guy. He's just shot everything at you, and you only lost one guy. And then when he explains to you, yeah, but that one guy represents a certain percentage of my army. Oh, it's then like, oh, oh yeah, yep. actually, yeah, that yeah. that one guy is a big big deal. Fair enough. So it is an interesting one. It's like a very elite force, isn't it? With um, great looking models, I must say. Mm, yeah, the models are, are beautiful. I, I, I'm not going to start a custodies so, army. I'm not going to start a custodies army. I know you keep saying that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to start one. Absolutely, hundred percent guaranteed. And yeah, I can't get rid of that uh, that uh, set of five that I got in um, uh, Burning a Prospero. Can you not? Well, I say not. I say can't. As in, I I, I can't physically do it. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. It's not that you can't like sell them. I'm sure people would want them. You can't actually bring yourself to sell them. Yes. It's on the off chance that one day you may wake up and say, "Do you know what? Now that I've finished painting my rather nice-looking ultramarines and I've finished painting my equally nice-looking uh, word bearers, it's time I eventually show my true colours. Get out the retributor gold. Uh, I'm away. I'm going. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Because <laughs> I just love everything they've done for them. It's so different, you know, compared to Legion stuff. It is a very different army, isn't it? It's a much more elite army, like you say, and it's you know, it's got a cool lastic as well. I think that does give it a, a, its own character. It's not just like better Marines. I mean, the whole the whole thing feels like you know, 
you get the impression that the emperor obviously invested a few quid in these guys at some point. Mm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, it's just the idea of them is just it, it just appeals to me. But I'm not going to start a custodes army. I won't. I, I think I think they'll kill me. They, I think they probably will kill you. Um, but think, talking of things that uh, you covered, <laughs> rather a rather interesting segue. Those the new Sakaran tank variants. I know they're not actually been released yet, and they're kind of more in the news. But they're just too good for me not to talk about, really. So for those of you who may have may not have seen it, there's they've added effectively three new turrets. Would you say? To the Sakaran variant tank? Yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it. Um, Two new, three brand new turrets. Oh, I've just opened yeah. a can of pop there, so, so sorry for that noise. Well, that's interesting. Um, so that's so one of them is effectively a, a Punisher cannon. So huge number of shots. I've not seen... I don't think there's any stats out for it yet. Well, there are for, stats um, for eight. Yeah. But not for, t- not for heresy yet. So, um, and then there's the uh, Scorpius... Which I'm assuming will probably be very similar to the Whirlwind Scorpius, just with a better chassis. But it may have some other cool rules. And the last one is a plasma, I believe, a plasma gun version, isn't it? That they've uh, talked about. Yes. So they look great. I particularly like the look of the Punisher cannon one, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure about the Scorpius because it's like if I wanted a Scorpius, I'd get a Whirlwind Scorpius. But the only thing I can see, and I keep hoping that one day they'll do this, is they might allow squads of Sicarians, and in which case, oh, that's what I'm hoping for. I'll be a happy man and probably never get a game against anybody ever again. Um, so, yeah, they do look great. They really do. I mean, I love the the, the, the actual Leviathan, sorry, the Leviathan, the Sicarians, uh look as a tank. It's one of my favourite mm-hmm. things. Why I've got four of them. Um, and to add a few bit of variation to them sounds like a very cool idea, but it will be interesting to see what where they fit in a Force Org. Yeah, you know, where they fit in an armor breakthrough list, that kind of thing would all be quite interesting to find out. So, we shall see. I may well get one if I can get away with it at some point in the yeah. future. Well, for so, the eighth the eighth edition, I've just pulled up the book here just so we can look at that the Punisher one. Mm-hmm. The stats on the Punisher rotary cannon are: it's a thirty-six inch range, um, heavy, right. heavy eighteen. Okay. So, this is saying eighteen shots, strength five. Um, AP minus one, one damage per shot. Um, so the, the, the stats for eighth seem to be, you know, sort of in line with what they were in seventh. So if it's eighteen shots, yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. that, that, that sounds... So basically, it's sort of strength five, AP four, lots of shots gun. Yes, possibly to be linked. Yeah, okay. I don't. Yeah, it makes it out. I'm doubt... not sure what the value of that would be. To be honest with you, I'm trying to think of what what I would want out of that gun that I couldn't already get from a normal Sakaran, really. Because, I mean, unless you're going against cult militia or, you know, some other big blob army, apart from the fact that it looks massively cool, um, just the, the normal gun itself is probably going to go through Space Marines fairly happily. But, yeah, you know, it looks great. I'll definitely give it one, I think. Well, we'll have to see. I mean, uh, it, hopefully it's got a distinct role. Um, yeah, but, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it just looks good. So I'll be getting, I'll be getting one simply for the case, it, it, simply because it looks good. Good man, that's what I like to see. Somebody who doesn't think about the battlefield 
uh, tactical use of a tank, but actually thinks about how good it looks, unlike me, it would appear. If I so, thought about the thing... stuff about how good something is on the field, <laughs> I'd win a lot more games. <laughs> I would. That's probably true. That's probably true. My win ratio when... is decisively low, except in 8th, where I've only lost one game. Well, there you go. It's obviously the game for you. I must have, I don't even keep count anymore. Not to win a lot, to be fair. I lose more often than I win, but um, yeah, it's just not healthy. No. So, no. what else? The ma- oh, Magistus Amon, or Count Olaf, as I like to call him. Yeah, Man Magistus. Like yeah, like a, a, a bad, bad banking thing. A lot of people don't like the model. What's your view? I don't think the paint job does it justice. Okay. I think it's the paint job. I think the model itself um, doesn't look too bad. Um, but I don't think the paint job's done it any favours. Okay, interesting. See, yeah. I like the paint job, weirdly. I think the, the red the red looks spectacular, but maybe that's just me. Oh, the armor's good. I, 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 think, it's the, I think it's the skin. Okay. It's, right, the, ta- right. it's the tattoos. Right. They, they yeah. make him look a bit messy. That's just my opinion, though. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, that's that's just me. But uh, I think because I've seen the model, because uh, there's a chap up at the Heaton Club who um, plays Thousand Sons, and he's got, and he picked it up at Warhammer Fest, and it is a right. nice model. Got you. Okay. So I suspect that that one, you know, once it once it's out there, uh, once people start receiving it. Uh, and mm. we start seeing nicely painted versions, uh, people will change their mind. Yeah, that's what usually happens, isn't it? Yeah, but at the minute, it's not It's not got a lot of popularity because people say it's ugly. Got you. Yeah. But, well, we shall see what happens next. I, um, I think it's a nice cool. model. See what people think. Let us know what your thoughts are. Yeah, so and that's that's it for the releases. Um, but I mean, what what actually what does the, what does uh, what does Amon do? Uh, I haven't. I'm just going to have a look at his rules quickly and see what he does. Go on, then. You do that. I'll, yeah. I'll freestyle. Yeah, yeah. While you while you busily do some some um, Facebook searches. Uh, so yeah, it has gone a bit quiet on that on the release front. I'm not quite sure if that's just because of the summer or whether there's something planned going forward a large release maybe maybe for the next book who yeah. knows um, I'm not even sure what the rumours are for the next book they've been quite quiet on that as far as I'm aware I haven't seen uh, any sort of massive I'm jealous um, they've shown off they've shown off stuff of the um, uh, what do you call it the uh, the the transfer sheet um, but they've not shown okay. much much else okay fair um, enough you know well, I think we should plates. probably have to go to one of these open days at some point shouldn't we uh, well, I, I was hoping to go to the to the, to the Ford World Open Day that's uh, happening in August, but uh, um, yeah. I, I can't afford to. No, I think there's, I've got too much going on, to be honest with you. There's all manner of stuff going on in August that's just going to prevent that from happening. Yeah, so. and I'm, I'm supposed to be learning to drive as well, so... Well, that's going to take priority, my friend. Yes, it, it takes up all the money. Uh, it is, that way, then true. I'll be able to go to stuff. That's true. Without having to depend on the wife. Depend on the wife. That is also true. Get your, get your freedom, your independence. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, I pulled up Amon's rules. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so he is... Right, so he's a mastery level three. Uh, Corvidae and Athenaean. 
Um, he's got a Mastercrafted four sword, an architect pistol. Architect pistol. Don't see enough of them. Oh yeah. Um, he's got two plus armor that gives him a four plus cover save and adds two to any cover um, he is in. Wow. Um, gives anyone with him a six plus cover save or adds one to their cover as well. Um, Blimey. He's got a single use attack, auto hitting d6 times on units of five or less and 2d6 on six or more. It's a poisoned four plus um, AP4 concussive. Um, pretty cool. Armies with Amon can reroll CC initiative. Yeah. Uh, anyone attempting to outflank him, uh, sorry, armies with Amon uh, can CC initiative, and enemies attempting to outflank within 24 inches or deep strike within 12 inches of him simply fail. Really? Yeah. Now that is a very useful skill, isn't it? It is. So. Um, and he's got a lot of. He's, he seems like a very good, you know, kind of support character sort of guy. The the the, um, the buff for the cover save, for example, I can see being very useful. You know, yeah. Particularly if you had a sort of devastator squad or something, um, or havoc squad or something, and you um, stick them behind a defense line, for example, you you'd be looking at twos or threes um, for your cover saves. And for him, it would be on you'd be on twos, wouldn't he? Yeah. That's so, um, pretty good. Um, and yeah. his warlord trait allows him to put one non-flyer, non-super heavy unit in a reserve which is earmarked to arrive on a specific turn after the first turn wow so you can so put... I need to roll for reserve it would just turn up in turn 3 for example yes because he said that oh cool well he sounds like a really interesting um, you know not a not a, a bit like a sort of Keir Valen really a, a character that sort of buffs your whole army um, rather than one who's going to just wade in and kill everything in front of him yeah, That's it's it's cool. nice when you get it's nice when you get something different. And, it um, is, but I can imagine that. Sorry, mate. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. I was saying I can imagine that with the thousand suns though and their psychic shenanigans and those particular sort of buff abilities, somebody will probably put some horrible combination together. Oh, probably. Uh, I've seen some. As I said, I've seen some awful, awful uh, combinations that people have uh, put together. Uh, with the thousand sons and it's a case of people are just saying you know don't 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 bring that yeah yeah i mean it's it's funny isn't it i suppose i mean there is tournaments um, as we, we've been you know covering but um i wonder whether the book the latest books have, have forced a, a sort of different meta onto the game because you know that people say oh well you know the wolves and the custodies and the thousand sons are, are a sort of a step up in power level so it'd be interesting to see what happens with that going forward because that's always the the worry isn't it you know and particularly now that the 7th edition of Warhammer 40k has kind of reset itself to something that appears to be reasonably balanced mm-hmm. um, it'll be interesting what happens with that so yeah interesting times for sure yeah yeah I mean um I mean, in terms of uh, the, the, the Thousand Suns, the Space Wars, and the Custodes, um, it was, uh, I can't remember what event, I think it might have been the Weekender, uh, the, the, the Nottingham one, and someone yep. had asked Alan, what, why were they so powerful? And uh, the reason given was that these are these particular armies at their height of power. Got you. You know, they don't get any better than this at any time. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's basically them at the absolute pinnacle of their 
abilities, isn't it? I mean, the Thousand Suns after Prospero were a kind of a, a, were done. You know, they went to the planet of sorcerers, didn't they? So yeah. Um, spoiler alert, just in case anybody was going to read um, Burning of Prospero. Um, but and I suppose the Space Wolves took a fair beating do, doing that at that time. So it must have you know replenished them sufficiently that you know they were never going to be much of a, uh, a force in the heresy era after that one assumes yeah so 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 the, the reason given was that these are the, the the forces at the height of their power they don't get any more powerful than this when you see them again in other books they'll be significantly less powerful it's interesting that that would, that would imply i suppose that the other legions you know the particularly the istvan legions um may then get a, a different um, boost at some point in the future as they've gone through the, the sort of gruelling war that was the heresy to um, to basically improve themselves, one assumes, by, you know, maybe the numbers were diminished, but the people that were left were, you know, the, the, the sort of creme de la creme of their sort of veteran legions by that point. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so I think that's up for new releases. Uh, so let's speed on to sort of general news yeah so i think the biggest news um is uh the passing of alan alan Blythe. so uh that that's obviously uh, i'm I'm sure uh it's been covered by many other sources um but it's uh you know very terrible sad things will happen and uh from the blue that one yeah Um, uh, i'd heard rumors that he wasn't very well but yeah yeah I mean, I'd heard rumours that he wasn't well, but obviously uh, it was a lot more serious than... Oops. Yeah. Just knocked something. I suppose Um, that does, uh, you know, how significant that impact will, you know, without sounding, um, you know, non-caring, I suppose, but how impact the impact that may have on on what Forge World can do um, with the rules and with the, the sort of general narrative and fluff of the heresy game going forward. Yeah, because I mean, he was Mister Heresy. Um, totally, he could answer just about any question there was. Really, um, I've yeah. never been to anything to sort of see in 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 live as a lovely chap. Absolutely wonderful, right? Guy. Um, really, is a loss to the community. Right. Um, so you know, that, that's, it's just very sad. Um, totally. Yeah. So. Um, that's obviously a bit of a downer for everybody, um, but I suppose the other biggest yeah. news is uh, that that we're staying with seventh edition. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if um, I mean that was that a surprise? Apparently, I was massively surprised when it. I think I, I kind of was actually. I've got to be honest with you. But then, looking back at the sheer volume of work that you would need to do to, you know, and the, even the pain that they've gone through with forty k to get everybody kind of back to square one on that the sheer volume of work would be needed and heresy would be just daunting you know with so many units with specialist abilities and stuff and going through all of that must be would be horrific particularly for a team that isn't the size of the actual games workshop um i'm assuming anyway i don't know for a fact um the actual games workshop uh game design and development team yeah it's, it's a much smaller team i think the forge world team's much smaller so, um, so the, the sort of net result, of that as far as I can understand it, is that they. Because I think we wonder. There's some questions, I suppose, that I have about that. 
which may be answered in in what they're going to do. So for those of you not not who haven't sort of heard the news, they they're going to stick with seventh and they're going to release their own sort of red book version of the seventh edition rules. Yes. Is that, is that your understanding as well? Mark? Yes, that's exactly what so, they said. But I don't think these rules change any from the existing seventh edition. No, um, it just so people have hinted that there might be changes. It just takes out everything that doesn't apply to heresy. So, for example, um, it'll remove, it'll it'll take out the references um, to any rules that ex- uh, you know aren't used by units in heresy. Like, um, I'm just trying to think of one. Um, uh, Voidwalker, isn't that one? Yes, Voidwalker. Void yeah, yeah, yeah whatever that is. Vector like Dancer. That that's what it is vector yeah vector dance yeah. nothing in that has it it'll remove the missions and put in the age of darkness missions it'll take right put in the universal special rules that were introduced in heresy so something like exoshock might go in there <coughs> yes and, de- and um yeah things like deflagate and the things that you constantly look up and have to try and find in one of the red books at some point yes that i'm always looking for like creeping death or crawling fire or all of these things all right so they would all go in there Additions, but hey, here's a question: Do you reckon they would change the the um, melter bomb thing or not? I hope so. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Let's hope that they leave that as is, as was intended by the writers. But um, it'd be interesting to see what they do with that, particularly as there's quite a lot of units that where you pay X points and everybody gets a melter bomb. Yeah, and it's a lot of. Po- if it's just for redundancy, that's a lot of points. I, could ne- I must admit, even as a uh, you know armored player, I, can- I can't believe that that was the, the reasoning. They but they were expecting people to use multiple melter bombs in a turn. I think. Yeah, so, I'd agree um, with you on that one. Yeah, we should see. Yeah, should but see. Uh, that that's something. But other than that, this, fundamentally, yeah. I don't think they're going to. They're not going to change too much. I have a question, I suppose, about that, which is, you know where. So I get what they've done that, because otherwise you, you would have to get the 7th edition rule book, which you can't get anymore because it's obviously going to be out of print because Games Workshop has now moved to 8th. But what about the old, where in the army list you can take um, super heavies from the old Imperial armor books? Now they did mention... So, that you know, they, the old... Yeah. Did they mention that? They mentioned... Are they going to put the rules in for things like, I think, about the Storm Hammer, not, example, not, things like that? Not quite. What they did mention... Was that they're putting in the rules for um, for 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 things like the Aegis defense line? Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense because it's not in the um, so the stuff from Stronghold Assault. I think they said they were going to put in that was relevant, yeah. didn't they? But so, um, I'm stuff like just that. Thinking so about it's... quite a few people take the big super heavies, don't they? That aren't the the ones that are in any of the books. They're the basic ones that you, you can use as part of from the old Apocalypse books or from mm. you know those kinds of things. So that would be. I wonder how they're going to get around that because I'm assuming that those books also, you know, those big old Imperial armor books are going to be out of print as well. Yeah, they are. I don't think you can get them anymore. Um, hmm. But the 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 other we shall see. Watch is, this space, uh, I think. Because you've got as well as that, you've got Chaos Demons. Their basic list yeah. is, is, you know, the basic list for people yes. who want to choose to take them as allies is the Sempedition list. That's very true. They would they would have to put that in this new red book I assume because you're right otherwise you're completely knackered if you want to play or even put any demon do they have because you're a word bearers player do, do the word bearers have the stat lines for the demons they can summon or is it basically look at the demon codex it's 
demonology. So look at the demon codex. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's the it's the ba it's the basic demon pa it's the basic powers. So you know you, you're summoning things like uh, like blood letters and stuff. But I mean the other. I suppose the other thing they could do. Sorry, mate. Go on. I was going to say the the uh, I I'm sort of wondering if they might put all of the demon list in um in the the, the new black book. Andrew. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, I see. Ah, oh, right. Yes, I get you. Because it's yeah, uh, maybe. It, it's it's demons versus the blood angels. Right. Uh, it's well, demons they... versus blood angels. So you'll get a blood angels okay. list in there, and it's um, uh, dark angels versus night lords. So you'll get night lords. You'll get night lords stuff in there, and uh, dark angels. Right. So would they put in an entire list for demons? Good point. So what is the premise of book seven? You have to excuse me. I haven't actually read up on it yet. Uh, book eight. Book eight. Sorry. Yeah. But... Yeah. Um, it is uh, Angel. It's called Angelus. And it, it concentrates yeah. on two campaigns. It concentrates on the Cygnus uh, cluster campaign, which was when the Blood Angels got sent um, to the, this cluster um, by um, Horus, uh, and uh, he hoped to uh, cause the Blood Angels to fall to chaos there. Um, by okay. Putting them up against uh, some some demons. Um, yep. Which you can read all the fluff of in uh, Fear to Tread, which is by James Swallow, uh, one of the heresy books. Right, and that's where um, they first got the. Ah, um, oh, what is it? The is it the is it the the black the black rage? Black thirst, black thirst, is it? Black uh, like that? Oh no, it's the red thirst where and the black rage. Yeah, one yeah, of the where they go ones. to um, Where they go yeah, mental. Where they, they go to death company. Yeah, no, no, not where they come death company. Uh, it's the one, uh, or is it the one where they basically go insane and uh, and uh, uh, go vicious in combat. That's death. I'm sure that's when they're painted black, and they basically have to be led by a chaplain as they go mental in the yeah. old, old edition. Okay, I think it's one of those two. Yeah, the other ones then, you mean uh, basically you, have X, you used to roll for them, didn't you? X number of uh, guys in your Blood Angels army would go mental if you rolled a six. Yes, that, was that the thing? Something like that. Yeah, got it. Uh, and then there's uh, and then there's the Framus Crusade, which is the Night Lords and the Dark Angels. Who sort of fought yeah, over the? Sorry, don't hear much about the Night Lords. I think I don't think I've only I only think I've only know one person who's got a Night Lords army. Uh, Gareth, oh, yeah. Gareth had one. Gareth had one, didn't he? Yeah. He still got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. No. Uh, yeah. No. He, he's the only person I know that's got a Night Lords army. But it's mm. the Night Lords versus the um, versus the Dark Angels. They spent a few years, uh, two or three years, in this cluster, fighting each other for control of it. Okay, and um, right. it's sort of that that particular campaign. Right. So, okay. so we'll we'll get a much more in depth Black, Dark Angels and Blood Angels um, lists, I assume, with you know, characters and stuff. Yes, yes, characters, special units, and at the uh, at the weekender, you know, it was sort of asked, you know, what about the White Scars? Why can't you fit them in? And uh, apparently, they did try to fit the White Scars in. Right. But they couldn't quite make them fit okay the book would have been Got too you. big fair enough or maybe they'll be next then i well yeah i imagine they will be next what does that what would that leave in terms of legions with specific or, or legions without a specific kind of you know, set of special characters and uh and jealous will complete everybody but the white scars right okay Got you. 
right, well, that's, that's not too bad. Job, so, job done. Oh, once yeah. Angelus is out, that will be pretty much everybody except the White Scars. So, you know, uh, in terms of every every army will be just about complete. Well, almost every Got army. You. And some will have been done oh. a little twice. They would have been, wouldn't they? Yeah, because obviously the True Night enough. Lords are going to be done a second time. Yep. The Word Bearers have already been done a second time. Uh, True. Anyone else been done a second time? No, no, that's it. I don't think so, one of them. Don't know. Not that I can think of, but there might be. It'll, yeah. yeah, it'll just be night lords and uh, word bearers that will have had had a second second lot of stuff added to them. Got you. Yeah, interesting. So that's the the sort of the skinny on that, really, isn't it? It's basically yes, we're staying the seventh. Um, so don't have to throw your templates away just yet. Um, but that kind of does um, lead into our next sort of bit of news really which is now this may be a local phenomena but it'll be interesting to find out if it isn't but there's been a marked sort of um decline in interest in heresy uh, as far as i can tell anyway um in, in our sector let's put it that way um i don't know what what you've um, experienced michael if that's the case well i haven't been getting any games simply because i've been uh i've been busy doing other stuff um but yeah no there's, there's, there's definitely fewer play people playing um playing heresy at the moment uh locally um but i think a lot of that is down to um people are excited about eighth and a lot more people are playing yeah. that um i mean uh, yeah, uh, uh, the durham raiders they they've got their batman campaign going on yeah um so i'm sure that will have that will have taken some uh some people away yeah um, i mean i think and, and same with battle Battle Bunkers, um, you know, loads of people there playing eighth um, at the moment as well. So, you know, I mean, these are two places that I generally we generally play um, on a semi-regular basis. So it just, uh, I think this has kind of been prompted really because we're trying to run a couple of events up, uh, up and around here, and um, I think one of them was a tournament that we were going to, I didn't run, but was going to go to, and that got cancelled kind of on the day because there was only three people turned up. Um, and the event that I'm trying to run for uh, August at Battle Bunker, um, I think we've got seven people, including me. And Not some me. of those people are coming from, and you, you, including you and me, it's seven people. Um, so um, we've got people coming in from places like Bradford and that. So I'll have to have a really good long look at that to see what we get by the sort of end of this month to see if it's worth carrying on really because I wouldn't want to I don't know about you but if I'd driven all the way from Bradford to Sunderland I'd be a bit arsed off I was basically playing you know in a room with three other people or something crazy like that so yeah well I mean hopefully we can um, get I mean I still want to go ahead with it even if there's only eight of us to be honest yeah I just feel I mean I might give might give people the option to say look this is this is where we're at um, you know you're welcome to come along um, or if you want a refund no bother I'm um, quite happy to do that. Yeah, because um, I'm still I'm still planning to, uh, if it get cancelled, you know, hopefully we can go along and just have some games anyway. Yeah, totally. Because I know you, totally. that's what so you guys did booked. on Saturday. Yeah, and we've got the day booked, so we can do what we want yeah. in that regard. But it's just, uh, just but it just seems to be, uh, you know, at the moment there seems to be, like I say, I mean, not unsurprisingly that everybody's flocked back to 7th, uh, to 8th rather, because 
you know, we've done the self, we've done you know the same ourselves. We've had a few games of eight, um, but it's just whether the move to stay in seventh world will have any long-term impact on the game going forward because it, it, they are two separate and distinct games now, aren't they? Yes. Whereas before there was, you, know, you could you could transfer from one to the other without a massive jump. Now, if you came in just playing eighth, going in to play. Um, Heresy will be a very different. It will be two separate games. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, the, the, I mean, I think it's going to have an impact. I mean, I did see when the news was announced. You know, some people were, were well, I'm not going to play Heresy anymore. Um, others were, others were elated. It, it's had a bit of a mixed reaction, I think. Um, but yeah, locally, definitely. I mean, there's there's, there's there's various other reasons. I mean, it's summer. So people tend. I, I yep, noticed that sure this enough. tends to be a bit of a, da- a downturn from May onwards in terms of games. Um, mm-hmm. just, yeah, just, that's always true. Just getting games, you know. Uh, I tend to notice I get fewer times to go play games in the summer. You know, people yep. have got, you know, the the kids are starting to come off, you know, school and not that that yep. started yet. But I mean, you've been on holiday yourself, and yeah, true. Yeah, no, I can see that you're, you're probably right there. I mean, it, it maybe that it's, it, there's a, a number of factors, um, but it's just uh, you know, and people have still got these armies. I mean, we're not seeing them. I know I'm not seeing a glut of people flogging the whole armies, you know, on any of the trading sites or anything like that. So I don't think it's that. Like right. I say, it might just be people want to break, go back to doing something they, they you know they enjoy doing, um, see how that goes. So I think um, I've seen one person know. flog their whole army. Yeah, yeah. I think I have as well, um, maybe a couple, but not, you know, but that would be just normal anyway. You know, yeah, yeah, not, nothing, background, not, would, nothing yeah, not like really a massive, you know, everybody's selling their armies up or, you know, swapping them in for 8th edition uh, suitable army. So, um, yeah. we shall see. But as I said, 8th has got a lot of people but, uh, excited. Um, as I uh, said, I mean, I, I, I've played quite a few games. That's more or less all I've played recently. Uh, I've been playing with my word bearers as Chaos Marines. Yeah. Which has been quite nice because I mean, a lot of the heresy units I have are now usable. Yeah, totally. And I think that's one of the things is that, you know, these, I mean, I've been you doing the same with my Iron Warriors. But um, I just, you know, it'd be interesting what happens, you know, across the country, really, whether. Uh, you know, people like um, Greg have got the same problem with um, tickets for the uh, event in September, for example. Yeah, um, I'm, 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 well attended last year. I'm still trying to work out if I can get to that one. It's going to be, yeah. I mean, I've, 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 I've got everything booked and ready to go, so um, I'm definitely going to be there. Yeah, so I, anyway, I, I, think want probably... to go, I do want to go. I'm just sort of, can I, can I, can I afford it? Yeah, that's 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 that. that's the key for me at the minute because I've I, I've got um, I'm going over to Dublin the month after. Oh right, that's for um, uh, GameCon, isn't it, or something? Uh, or Comic Con? Yeah, yeah, it's a science fiction convention, uh, the the Irish that's national one. Um, right, where we're going to have uh, Dan Abnett. Which that's is, right. I remember you mentioned in. Yeah, I want. I want to get. I, I, I'm thinking. Oh, I can get a book signed in there. I'm like, yeah, but all my books are electronic now. <laughs> I'm, to, I'm sure I've got an old ghost book somewhere that you can get signed if you like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might have to get an autograph book or something. Got yeah. Well, that I guess neatly once again with effortless ease 
um, we've managed to put a nice link into our next section, which would be books. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've had a few books. We've had um, an audio book, uh, sorry, an audio drama, um, a full Horus Heresy book, and a Primarchs book. And I've only done one of them. Right. Uh, so we had okay. we had uh, the Crimson King, which I'm currently reading at the minute, but I don't know what it is. I just can't seem to get the time to sit down and read properly. I mean, I'm 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 only a few chapters, uh, maybe a third into it. So right, and that's been a couple of weeks. <laughs> just like, really unusual right. for me. I'm usually really quick at reading. Yeah, you you you're like usually you're you're a machine for reading. Yeah, but uh, that that's that's enjoyable so far. It's sort of um, so far we've got sort of this tip over from the Thousand Sons as a noble legion, sort of tipping over into the um, into sort of what they become. You know, we're, we're right. still pre-rubric. And it's also quite cool because you get characters coming in from the um, uh, from the Araman book trilogy um, that they did um, a while ago. Um, okay. John Trench's stuff, and that's quite interesting as yep. well because you've got all these characters that you're familiar with. And you're like, yeah, I know what happens to you, or I know, or I already know a bit about you. Like, you're, you're you're cool. Yeah. And uh, it, it's it's it's, a, it's an interesting. It's interesting, you know, and Graham McNeil obviously writes a nice book as well, so. Yeah. Um, and Perturabo, I haven't I haven't even picked up. You know, I, I've got it. No, I, I've no, got it. A and I didn't get... I've got it sat there. I just haven't managed to uh, get round to reading it yet. Got so yeah. I'm a little bit disappointed with myself in that because normally I'm, I, I'm pretty good. Um, but as I said, I, I, I just... Need to know for sure yeah um but i have listened to dark compliance um by Do john french because my um pal picked it up for me at uh, warhammer fest so okay. yeah that is that is really, good? really really good it's sort of like um yeah. uh basically a uh it, it's it's um got the fella from um talaran sorry T talan uh, Talon, yeah, yeah Talon, who basically um, goes to a world and he says, you want to surrender to Horus? And they're like, no, we don't. And he says, yeah, but if you don't, this is what happens to you. And it sort of recounts the tale of what happened to a world that said no to Horus. Um, is, this but, the, um, is this the guy who's like um, Horus's... Emissary. Like, adjutant, the one, that goes, the one that, yeah, the one that goes to check what the armour is up to, that guy. Yes, that guy. Yeah, 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 it's got got him in it, and it's sort of like, um, you know, he's sort of like, are you sure you don't want to surrender? Because this is what happened to a world that didn't surrender, and it's sort of a, it's only a, you know an hour long, but it's a it's a it's oh, yeah. a really 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 good story, um, you know, and it's sort of like it's always good to see Horus again because because obviously after the opening trilogy you didn't see much of him again. Um, yeah, but it's uh, it's sort of like the, you know the idea of the dark compliance was sort of something mentioned in I think it was in, in one of the first black books. Yeah, you know, as, as they go back over the worlds they conquered, and now they're sort of imposing now the traitors are sort of imposing their their rule on them. And yeah, yeah. no, no, it's it's a really good book. It's 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 um okay, cool, really really good audio drama. I keep saying book, but it's an audio drama. But uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a mechanicum world as well, so it, it, it's quite, it's quite good uh, because obviously you've got the mechanicum fighting and uh, yeah, 
It's oh right, that doesn't sound that does not sound bad at all actually. I like that guy in um, the Talon. Um, I can't even remember the bloody book, but um, I really enjoyed that book, and he was really good in it. I thought. Is it Even Ironclad? Was kind of given the... No, it's something else. Uh, it's one of the Talon, but obviously it'll be in the new the new Talon um, book that's coming out later this year. Um, oh right, which is just a collection of the other Talon. Which is just a collection of the Talon books that we already have. So, it, but it's going to be a main a main book. Right, I'm with you. Um, I'm with you. But yeah, he was quite a cool character. Uh, yeah, Ironclad. It was Ironclad. It was Ironclad, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's it is yeah because the 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 Talan book that's going to be published in August is book forty five in the trilogy in yeah. the in the series and it is consists of Talan Executioner, Talan Ironclad, Talan Siren, and Talan Witness. Oh right, bloody! I didn't know there was four of them. Yeah, the, the two other ones are sort of little just, li- little short stories. Right. Okay. Like the, I think Witness is the one where it's basically the new Imperial Governor, sort of going out into the into the into the desert and sort of looking around and saying, "Yeah, this place is awful." Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but they, there wasn't a lot of much left after the Iron Warriors virus bombed uh, at the best of times, and then you know a massive armored war uh, on its soil after that wasn't going to be massively conducive to somewhere to go on a vacation no so um that yeah so that, that that's that so, book coming out in august so yeah that's that's the books covered you know obviously i, will, mean, I will get round to reading the other two well finishing one well, and... well i've been um listening to angel exterminatus oh yes so i've got to the i got to the bit where and I think this is the right name for the book, and I should know this, but I haven't listened to it for a bit, which is why I'm feeling slightly disjointed with the story and why I need to go back to it. But it was basically where the Emperor's children uh, rock up to speak to the Iron Warriors and uh, what happened to um, Fulgrim and stuff like that, which is quite cool, mm-hmm. which I rather enjoyed. But um, I've got to the second point where I think it's more about the the um, Emperor's children, so I just need to gird my loins not get too irritated with them and actually finish the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's it's a very good book for an Iron Warriors player. I mean, there are a couple, there are a couple right. of things in it which harken to Graham McNeil's um, Iron Warrior books. Um, yes. You know, obviously you've got the characters in there like Kroger and uh, and and right, such, yeah. but uh, there is, and you'll see it at the end, the, the very end of the book. There's sort of one reference that you're just thinking really did he have to put that in there okay right okay but it's it's enjoyable it's just sort of like like that one reference and you're thinking yeah okay (laughs) um so anyway so let's let's have a look so what have you been working on then graham so um not massive amount actually i've got to be honest with you i've been doing a bit of sort of you know where you've you painted a model a long time ago. Yeah. And um, it was good enough then for you. Uh, it was good enough to, you know, to play on the battlefield then. And then every time you've played with it in the last X number of months, you thought, oh, God, I've got to do something about that because it looks awful. So I've been doing a bit of that kind of um, retrospective painting. Mm-hmm. So going back through some of the models I don't use much of, but I know needed to 
sort of be refreshed back to the my latest painting ability, which is just above mediocre now. Um, so, so I've been doing quite a lot of that. I did buy some stuff, uh, though. I did get some. Um, so I wanted. I eventually caved and decided that to do an infantry army, I'm, I'm going to need the classic Iron Warrior combo, which is uh, Iron Havocs, Siege Tyrants, and the inevitable quad launchers. Mm-hmm. So I've always liked the um, the uh, Death Corps of Kreeks mortars because they look like First World War kind of guns. Um, so I basically got those and assembled those and um, painted those up. So I'm using them now as quad mortars because I think they look really cool. They look better, I think, than the sort of converted rapier batteries um, that, that they have. So, um, yeah, they, got them. They, I got them they, they very you. much... Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Um, <laughs> so they very much fit fit the theme of the army, and I've used them since. And um, yeah, they're bloody lethal. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. they really are a massively dangerous unit uh, to everybody. So that's what I've been working on. I haven't I've started to prime some of my um, world eaters, so I've got to the point of priming that now. I just need to kind of get myself in the right frame of mind to embark on a journey of painting white. Um, so I've been getting some bits and pieces on the cheap, some um, some more uh, dreadnoughts to add to my growing list of many dreadnoughts. Um, I've got a boatload of Terminators, um, and I've got about 40 uh, Mark III Marines from the various plastic sets. So I've got plenty to do. I just need to kind of get myself in a frame of mind to put all this stuff together and get this army done mm. um, and painted and looking lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, as you said, I've been doing quite a bit. Um, you have. On my wor- word bearers. Um, I completed all my Tartarus Terminators, so that's 15 of them. Whew. That was uh, that was quite a task. Yeah. Um, and then I've got, I, I did the uh, Mastodon to put them in. Well, let's not forget that, because that's like a centrepiece piece oh, right yeah. there. Oh yes, no idea how I'm going to transport it, but so I've... I haven't actually seen it in the flesh yet. I've got to be honest with you. Um, how's it? How's it been? I mean, it, it, it looked like a a, a force, you know, a, a, a real tour de force to get that thing done. I mean, you had lots of panels and you were painting individual panels and stuff like that, doing it. Yeah, I did it sort like. of all all, all sub assemblied. Um, I regret paying as much attention as I did to the inside because um, I found that um, to, to actually hold together well, you had to glue the, 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 the roof onto it. Um, I know the demonstration <coughs> one that they got at uh, Warhammer World, they hadn't glued the roof on, and I was thinking I would do it that way um, so I could look right. at it inside, but um, yeah. it didn't seem to hold together all that well um, without it. You okay. know, the, the walls were a bit wobbly. Not um, might just be my building skills. No, I'm but then I'm pretty told sure I'm pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I'm you're t- good at that. I'm told that uh, others have had the same issue. Okay. So uh, yeah, I regret maybe paying quite as much attention to the inside, but <laughs> <laughs> um, because now it's barely visible. But actually, it's, you'll it's, know it's there. I know it's you'll there. know. I know it's there. You know it looks it looks really really good um it was about a week and a half and i was working every day on it 
you know, because I think, uh, because, you know, obviously I've got no job, so yeah. I have the time to spare. Mm -hmm. But it was, um, it was a lot of work. I mean, um, just, just, just the priming of it alone took a while. Well, I, I really look forward to seeing it at some point in the not too distant future, hopefully. Um, I've, I, I haven't managed to field it yet. Right, okay. But I can field it with the Chaos Marines in uh, in, in the 8th edition at only 2,000 points. Can you? Bargain. Yeah, and stay <laughs> battle-forged. Right. Just, but I can. Okay. Uh, and, good. and I might. Very good. But I'm not sure that people <laughs> would like me very much. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll, we'll have to have a game and then we'll see. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm sure it looks like an awesome um, piece of kit. It, it does. Oh, it is. It, 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 it's nice and heavy and substantial. It's wonderful mm. as a model. I, I, I absolutely love it. Um, what, was the, what was the assembly like? I mean, I know it's the new um, CAD approach, but you said it actually was still a, a, a pain in the ass to put together. Uh, it was. I think it's just... But that's just a consequence of resin because... You know, of course, not everything was 100% straight. Not everything was, um, you know, there'd been some shrinkage uh, in some areas. Um, not much in terms of uh, mould slippage. Um, I think there was only one okay. bit where the mould had sort of slipped a little. And that was on an inside area, okay. which was really easy to, you know, to fix and hide, yep. as it were. Um, the actual the actual thing was itself um, quite a good good mold um you know it, it was there weren't really many issues that i could find with it um, all right cool but the building of it as i said there was just it, it's just a case of it's a consequence of working with resin you know not everything shapes up exactly where you would want it yeah. to go got you well, obviously if you'd been working with plastic you know then you know yep. everything's 100 percent straight everything's you know yep wonderful but it's one of those models which is just simply too big for plastic and you know they'd never make their money back on the molds right got you but it's 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 yeah. a it's 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 really cool and the one of the coolest things i thought was they they've made holes for magnets wow so that's a that's a, that's a departure so now we're having a sort of no more having to kind of like drill holes out to put magnets in. They're already there for you. Yeah, pre-drilled. Well, you know, they, they were part of the mould. Um, so I put in magnets to keep the doors closed. Because tell you what, when the magnets weren't on, those doors would, when you mo when you picked it up, would just swing open. Yeah. And I just thought, yeah, that's going to break off if I uh, don't fix it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, no, really, 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 really really lovely model can't can't emphasize enough how much i i loved that model um not very many weapons though you've got some photos on no you've got some photos of it on the on the um edge of empire page anyway haven't you yeah yeah on instagram so as well we're interested uh, we'll I'm put this in the we'll put it in the in the in the notes yeah and i did uh what else did i do i did did Lorgar himself right yeah that was uh less intimidating than i thought it was I've got Gulliman sitting on my desk who, who 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 keeps looking at me, but he's a lot more. He's got a lot more baroque features, you know, um, going on. So yeah. it's a bit more of an intimidating model. But Lorgar was just really nice. It was it, he's more simple, more understated, and he just went together so well. 
Um, oh, relatively simple paint scheme. Just uh, yeah. stuck to what I would do with the rest of my um, my word bearers, and uh, yeah, it was yeah. it was nice. Uh, I mean, the weapon itself to put together is a uh, crozius is a bit of a pain. Yep. And I had right. to sort of green stuff a little bit on because it's not quite clear where the, the gate begins and where the bit you don't need to cut begins. And I cut a bit that I shouldn't have cut. Got you. Um, but that's that, always a, that's a nightmare when you do that. I've done that. And it's just the worst feeling in the world, isn't it? It's like, oh, that doesn't look like it's part of the model. And then you cut it and then you look at the instructions. It's like, ah, oh, shite. Yes, that, that was exactly it. It's exactly what I did. Um... But no, that, that went together quite that went together quite well. Um, what else did I do? I did a um, a heavy support squad with Volkite Calaviers. Sorry, Culverins. Culverins, yes. Just because I like Volkite. You do. You're a big fan of the Volkite, and I've even followed you down that path. I have some to put together myself. Yeah, Volkite Chargers. To put together. Yeah. I think I think are they, are they, I've got Chargers or Calavers. I'm not sure which I ones. Think yeah, you've the, got the 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 Bolter equivalent. Not, yes. Not heavy weapons. Not the heavy weapon ones, yeah. So, um, so that's cool. Yeah, but so, uh, uh, yeah, the, the, but I did the Mark Free. I did the Mark Free plastic armor for them. So I mean, I had to shave a little bit of the arm to fit them on. Right. Um, but that's not too bad. Because um, cool. it, it uses the new um, plastic. Uh, the the not plastic. The um, oh, is it the Telerac pattern? Volkite culverins, the ones that that came out with that, that are really com really easy to use with a Mark IV um, plastic. Oh right, got you. Yeah, so that was that right. was that one, okay. and then and then a Zippon, which zip looks on. great. Yeah, the Zippon is a really nice model. That apparently isn't a CAD model, but you wouldn't think so um, because it is just it just goes together like a dream. Cool. Lots of, nice. lots of solid blocks. Yep. Didn't need any pinning. Cool. Just just really, really simple, really colour. So that, that's what I've been working on. So obviously You've that's... been a very busy guy, I've got to say. I have. Well, well done you. You get the gold star for the most industrious person in the yep. Age of Empires podcast this month. And it completed my word bearer, so... You have. That should be like an achievement unlocked moment. I know. Word like bearer's the... complete. It's achievement like... unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> Even my ultramarines still have stuff sitting on, you know, to do, and the word bearers are all done. Uh, yeah, but you have got two completely painted armies now. Yes. Up to, so, you know, that is that is no that is no mean feat. Yeah. So I salute you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. So, the next thing I think was um, this this kind of came about when we were talking about the declining potential declining Harrison was um, how how cheaply can you actually make a, a suitable army uh, um, that you could start playing with that would actually be you know would, would work I think and I think that well, I started to do this and realised that you, you've pretty much already done this but um, what's your views on this so I was thinking to get a 2000 point army what I would do is I would probably try to do a kind of like Pride of the Legion army yes so where possible I would use fairly expensive units like Terminators um, and Veterans. Mm -hmm. So that may involve... So the, the initial plan I had was that what I would do is I would get a load of um, Mark 3s from the Betrayal of Calf box set. So either buy the box set, 
yeah. or by all the, the marines, the 30 odd marines that you get from it, um, off you know various um, trading sites. Mm-hmm. And that seems to go, when I looked into it, you seem to be able to get 30 odd marines for about 50 quid. But then you can actually get the Betrayal of Kalth box set in its entirety going through, um, well, Battle Bunker as a reseller, for example. Is that how you were going to do it? Yeah, yeah, I, w- I, through them. I worked it out when you were, you know, you were talking about it because I said I've got the spare time, um, and yeah, I went, I, I, I thought exactly the same as you. I thought um, betrayal. I thought betrayal at Calf because it's got more right. units that you can use, you know. Whereas, whereas uh, burning a Prospero, you get the, yes. um, you, instead of get the contempt, you get the uh, the custodies and the sisters of silence, which aren't all that useful if yep. you know you're building. Yep, a, unless you want to make that specifically. That specific army, but yeah, you're right. So I think Patrol of Health would we'd both agree would be your your go to box set. But I asked Justin at Battle Bunker and he was like seventy one twenty five. Wow. So let me just remind everybody and myself what you get in that box set. So if I'm not mistaken, there's thirty Mark Threes in there, isn't there? Yeah. Twenty or thirty or thirty Mark Fours. Mark Fours, sorry. Yep. Um and those and sprues have got a missile a launcher and heavy bolter and the plasma gun as well. Yeah, you get the contemptor of a carries and a multi melter. Well, or a multi melter. Yeah. Although you could put both. And on. then there's yeah, and then there's a cat- some cataphracti terminators. Yes, there are. Is that right? And uh, there's also some HQ. Yeah, a praetor a and a centurion. Not a centurion, a chaplain. So I mean that is. So that's not a bad old start, is it? No, no, that would be the core of so, any army I would build. It was the core of my yeah, word bearers. I think a lot of people's pretty, it probably is. Because, um, I mean, to do it the other way, the proper fraudulent way, is you'd have to be a lottery winner, really. I mean, it's ridiculously expensive. You know, if you wanted to do it the full nine yards. So, what would you do? So, let's say, so let's so let's go with a betrayal at Cal. So, what did you do? Two betrayal at Cal's sort of coming in at 142, I've... which gives you a ton of stuff. Yeah. Is that how you do it? Two. two. Possibly, but I'm trying to think if I would ever... I mean, that would get you up and around the 2,000 points quite yeah. easily. The problem you're going to have, I think, is you could use the veterans to kind of outflank, couldn't you? To yeah. get that ability, if I remember rightly. Um, but you'd have to still probably buy um, special weapons for the... If you really want to make them super effective, you'd probably want to buy special weapons for veteran squads, like combi melters or something, mm. um, just to deal with tanks and things. Um, but that would that would that would certainly get you there and thereabouts. I think without too much trouble. What, what's your view on? Um, so that so I think you could probably do that, and you'd probably spend another maybe another thirty quid on weapon accessories. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that still doesn't give you any transports to get get you know the the bulk of your force across, which could be problematic. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got to remember that the um, the, the 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 plastic rhino. Uh, and the plastic vehicles yep. from from um, Games Workshop are perfectly acceptable to use in the game they because are. they were I around used... at the time. Yeah, I must admit, I do use the plastic. I've got a plastic rhino, uh, the non um, demos pattern one that I do use, and um, the Land Raider as well would also be viable then, wouldn't it, for the Terminators? Yeah, it's so, a Land Raider Phobos. So what? Yeah. So what does what does the Land Raider cost these days? They're up at forty, fifty quid, aren't they? Or something crazy. Uh, well, I where's my phone? Because I've got a list on here. This is what I did. I thought I, I, I thought I'd do it. So I'll tell you what I was thinking, and then because obviously you you you've gone with an infantry heavier with two. What I was thinking was yeah. I get, I would pick up 
uh, Betrayal at Calf. I buy a Land Raider from Battle Bunker. That's thirty three seventy five. I buy three Rhinos. That will be fifty pounds yep. fifty eight uh, from Battle Bunker, sixteen eighty six two. I yep. I would buy another pack of Mark Four Marines, which will be twenty two pounds fifty. Yep. Um, I'd also buy a Predator, which would be twenty six twenty five. And the only oh, thing yeah. I would buy from Forge World would be some missile launchers, some Proteus Two missile launchers, which would cost me fourteen fifty six, including the postage. And then what I was Bad. thinking was two, um, you, 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 two. Uh, um, uh, what was I, what was the other thing I was thinking? Uh, where's the list? Because I have done I have done the, the the list here as well. But that's what I was thinking. I uh, definitely to start off with two veteran squads. Um, yeah. Get them out with you know uh, probably two one with two heavy bolters and one with two missile launchers. Yeah. Um, you know, because uh, maybe give give them marksmen and uh, machine killers. Yeah. That's what I tend to do. Uh, there's my list. Oh, obviously the Catapratchi pretty much write themselves. You know, heavy bolter and uh, one chain fist. Yeah. Uh, Predator um, is is a really cheap model. You know, re you know compared to buying the the ones from Forge World anyway. Yes. Totally. Um, so you know, put that with it. Uh, the the sponsons, and yeah, uh, last can yeah, last cannon sponsons, and the the predator auto cannon. Give it armored ceramite. Um, oh, one thing I have forgotten that I'd have to get off eBay would be some plasma guns. Yes, because you'd end that's, up that's with four from that. So you could give a tactical support squad some. Uh, you could put in a tactical support squad with plasma guns. Right. So have your vets, yep. your, your your tactical support squads, um, in yes. in a rhino, all in a rhino. Put your terminators in the land raider. Yeah. And one. you've got your um, you've got your your contemptor. Um, probably put that with yes. the carries. And then. Yep. Let me some anti anti air. Put it a mortise pattern one. Yeah. Is it going to take two carries? Was it? Just can take the well if you can what get you if you can get an extra carries, you could take yeah. a mortise. Yeah, but I've just put it with the one yeah. mortar, the, the one carries, yeah. um, and then I would uh, then I would take uh, I would use the 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 single pack of Mark IV Marines. I'd only use five of them and build them as a missile launcher, um, a heavy yeah. sports squad. That's, yeah. that's what I would do. That, you know that that's probably I think we're in a very similar kind of there and thereabouts. I think I might have gone with tried like you know going for sixty Marines for example and having lots of veteran squads with and then having some like you say getting some additional weapons for them to give them a little bit of extra punch. Um but you've you know solved the problem of transport by also buying the Predators and the Land Raider brand new um, which is very sensible. So I think what we're talking here is probably around the two twenty mark, isn't it? Yeah the the price I came up with not including the um the 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 um the la the the plasma guns because obviously that's eBay yep. dependent. Uh, I mean, I yep. suppose you could spend twelve pounds and buy them from Ford World, um, <laughs> but yeah, you you don't need a full pack of ten because you're getting you're getting four, so you only need yeah. to buy six off eBay. And th there's plenty of bit sellers out there who'll do them for you. There is there's lots 
sort of break those box sets up anyway, aren't they, and sell the bits off individually? I mean, would you would you um, would you ever put something like you know the uh, bits of war uh, plasma guns or the Cromlech plasma guns? Um, they look slightly different. They're, they are. They look different enough, I suppose, because um, they're cheaper as well. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I didn't option. even. Th- I didn't even think of third-party resellers. I was just looking at uh, uh, straight at GW and uh, Fortwell. But yeah, that's right. that's another option that would really save you some money. Yeah, because I suppose the other thing is, um, you know, people get a bit. I mean, I don't think I've ever. I got to be honest with you. I try to with my Iron Warriors. I do do the thing that I hate doing which is spending money on shoulder pads um, just because they, some of them have got shoulder pads and now I feel that everybody that I have has to have a shoulder pad with but I don't I tend to use um, you know just one shoulder pad per model to sort of space it out a bit so it's just usually like with the with the Iron Warriors ones it's basically the skull shape so I just put it on the left hand side just have the normal um, Mark 3 uh, shoulder pad on the other side so it's either that or transfers, which is another option. That's slightly cheaper as well, isn't it? If you wanted to, if you were worried about that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I haven't included any transfers or shoulder pads in here, but uh, yeah. transfers are, uh, yeah. ch- are cheap enough. And if you've got Microsol or Microset, uh, transfers look. You have yes. I do use them, and yeah. I tell you, they, they they change my transfer usage. Mine it just ends up with a crumpled heap of frustration. To be I, I will have to show you to, how to use Microsol or Microset because yeah. they are, they are they. They make it so much brilliant because they soften it up oh. so that uh, when you when you've got your your shoulder pads, they sort of instead of sort of trying to put a straight thing onto a curved surface, it softens yeah. it up and stretches it. it out so it, so it, it, it clings to the surface nice. and then it looks painted on. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that with your. I thought your when you showed me your Zyphon, I thought oh, bloody hell, you went to town with the freehand on that. Um, uh, those those like flame effects, but actually that was the transfer, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And that, yeah, I, I really did cool. I did all transfers on my word bearers because I didn't like yeah. the shoulder pads that they do. Got you. So it's 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 it is. I mean, it's two hundred twenty pounds. Let's say if you budgeted for that, you might be able to get it slightly cheaper. You know, if you went massively second hand and tried to get you know people that knackered them and. We're just looking for a quick sell on eBay, something like that. You could probably try it that way. But buying stuff brand new like that, so you're guaranteed, you know what you're going to get. You can, you know, put them in some poses if you need them. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they're not massively posable, but you know, it gives you that, doesn't it? And it's brand new. There's no messing about then. Yeah. So we reckon you should better do it for about 220 quid, depending on what sort of army you want. But basically, Pride of the Legion would be your, your would give you a viable force with a bit of uh, clout here and there if you put some special weapons in um, and like they, the, the, the uh, land raider and the rhinos will get you across the board where you need to be so that would be a good place to start at least wouldn't it yeah that, you know, that's if nothing a, else that's a perfect dying force that's very much where I started with my word bearers yeah that's very similar to what I did with them except I didn't get a predator got you I mean that's effectively what I've got for my um, world eaters is exactly that. You know, I've got a load of terminators from various calf box sets that people have, you know, I've swapped for or bought, um, and the marines themselves um, ready to go. So that's probably how I play that one. So, so there you go. So that we still reckon. I mean, yes, it's still a fair chunk of change. Don't get me wrong, um, but that would get you started. Um, and, and 
I suppose if you sort of price it out in comparison to an eighth edition army, if you were going to start an eighth edition army from scratch, you'd probably be looking at a similar cost anyway. I'm guessing for most of them. So, you know, the, the box set is your friend, and, and finding a reseller as well that um, discounts at that kind of level is another thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, obviously we're, we're quite lucky because Justin uh, Battle Bunker does re, does does discount to twenty five percent. Yeah, which is better than Element Games, isn't it? Or um, you know, any of those Helix games that get about twenty percent. So definitely, I know, think that's really the, the only downside is to it. He doesn't keep a lot of stock on site, um, yes. so you've got you know you might have to wait. Uh, up to well, you know, he puts his order in on a Tuesday, I think. Um, yeah. So you might have to wait a little over a week. Um, but, but I mean, you know, that's, that's not a huge disadvantage. No, I agree. So yeah, so that's the plan, folks. We'll, we'll type this up and put it on there, but uh, and, and we'll put Michael's list on there as well, and we should put some costs for people, um, just so that if you want to, if you are interested in doing that, um, you should be able to follow that quite straightforward um, and get yourself a good, reasonably good army for that kind of money. Yeah, I think it's. I think it would be a. It's never going to set the world alight, but it's something to get you started, and it's the core of an army, which is often Absolutely. the most expensive no, and part. And you can then add bits to it, can't? You? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like I said. I mean, you've got all of those options, haven't you? You can then say, actually, I want some more heavy support, so I'm going to, you know, get some tanks, or I want, you know, a, a, a Spartan, for example, from my my big Terminator squad. You know, those kinds of things. I mean, they're expensive and they're big investments, but, um, you know, they're, they would, I wouldn't say go and, you know, spend seven, eight hundred pounds on an army until you're actually sure you want to play it. And this would be a good way of just getting you a, into a point that's actually, yeah, I like this, I like the, the ideas behind it and the sort of narrative play of it. Yeah. I mean, what I then did with mine was, once I built more or less that list, was I then went to forge world and i got they did they were doing them at the time um i don't know if they still do them um it was a bundle um of galvor back ashen's was it galvor back ashen circle it was it was uh there was a contemptor in there there was um it was basically a little a support card or that's what they called it it was uh ashen circle right. galvor back and a um a uh contemptor with two carries assault cannons right um yeah they still got it on site and that was 125 pounds so, so you basically get the betrayal at cow set and you'd get that and then you'd be away to go kind of thing yeah that, that, that's that's pretty much what i did because that that because the support cardras i don't know if they do any more of them um i will check um support cardra um they do one for the word bearers but it, it sort of gave me a flavor it sort of gave me a lot of flavorful units for the army right away which is yeah. really good okay so looking at this they do a death guard one which looks to be some grave yep. wardens um destroyers and a uh, contemptor um a salamanders one which looks to be the the pyre cast and the the, the pirate the you know the flamethrower guys and yeah. the ones with the yep. thunder hammers and the storm shields and a contemptor oh fire yeah. drakes fire drakes that's the one uh, they got uh, Emperor's Children, Sons of Horus, World Eaters, which looks like Rampagers, Red Butchers, and a Contemptor with two Chain Fists. Uh, All right. And a Mechanicum Tagmata one. So, yeah, there's a, there's, right. they, they do six for yeah, Legions there. You know, it's found Legions, but. Yeah. 125 So pounds, I think you're right. It's, units, it, yeah. it is, it is, there, are, there are definitely options there. You're looking to get started. 
you're probably looking at unless you can get lucky online uh, uh, on an eBay auction or something like that. You'd still probably be looking at best part of two hundred quid. Mm-hmm. So, if, we, if that changes, uh, we'll let you know if something radical happens. But that's that seems like a sensible option to me. Yeah, I, I definitely go with getting the core, which is the boring, the boring stuff. Um, you know, yeah. your your boring um, units. You know, your, your troops and, and and such, and then concentrate on the f- and then get the fun stuff afterwards. Yeah, as and when you you feel the need to. Cool. Okay. So talking about playing games, let's once again uh, move effortlessly into our next segment. You'd think we bloody wrote this stuff. We're so good at this. Mm. Um, so games played. Not too many by you. Uh, no, I've just I just played about. you. Yes. So this was our uh, live live event that we did. Um, so we. Uh, but Bunker's got the facility to um, basically have their games televised, not televised, um, uh, streamed. Yeah, the streamed. That's it. That's the way we're looking for, yeah. streamed. So that was quite good fun. Um, though my, my brother did say that I needed to look at my haircut because I, all he could see was the baldness of my head. So um, <laughs> we might need to think about I might have to wear a hat next time, I think, oh, um, just to cover that up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But it was a good game, I, and uh, it was what was particularly fun about this one is that uh, I have got into what you normally do, which was I got into kind of kill mode, um, and completely forgot all about the objectives up until it was way too late. And at which point you'd the, the uh, ultramarines had skipped off into the distance, laughing manically as they won the game. Yes. So. Uh, yes, that was very that good. Was... A lot of fun. That was that was I, I. It all came down to killing your warlord, though, because obviously you take your armor breakthrough list. So I thought yes. I, I was. Go- I thought when you, when you told me you were going to take that, I'm like, okay, wonderful. I, I need to take something that can deal with that. <laughs> so I took. Um, so what I, I, I it's something I've been thinking about for a while. Taking a, a sniper squad and a las cannon heavy heavy support squad, um, because um, the, the 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 rule is with the ultramarines. If you've hit something, um, when you, subsequent units uh, fire at it, they can re-roll ones on armor damage or on um, uh, uh, wounds um, yeah. rolls. So I thought I take them up, <laughs> take the snipers, guarantee they hit something um, because they're pretty good, you know, especially with them going forward uh, and infiltrating. Yep. And then um, and then follow that up with las cannons. And it did work, just it wasn't the it, it wasn't the hue it wasn't as you know it didn't have as big an impact on the game as I would have liked. Yeah, it wasn't the game changer that you thought it would be. It, it, well, I didn't think it was okay. going to be a game changer, but I thought it would have done, it would have made a bigger difference than it did. Got you. Um, but yeah, so I also took a um, a Derrideo. And with the Arachnus, um, is it the Arachnus? The 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 Las Cannon. Yes. Uh, for the first time, I just finished painting it that day. Okay. And um, yeah, that that uh, that succumbed to shiny <laughs> model syndrome. You, you destroyed it in turn one. I, I I've got this thing about Derridaeus that they must die. Um, I think I got caught out by one once. And I thought, oh, that's okay. I don't have to worry about that too much. And then it just absolutely annihilated things. So. Yeah, that was mine. It was, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, it was so, my one with the auto cannons. Yes, that's the boy. I kind of gave him a, a wide berth, didn't worry about it, and then paid the price. 
Yeah. So um, I've got four of them now. He was on, his, on the on the journey. Yeah, I've got so four dodos now. So have you? I've actually just got one for my um, <coughs> excuse me for my world eaters. Oh. To add to my collection. Dreadful. What did you arm it with? Uh, it's got the las cannons. So oh, the they're one. good. Yes. So um, I'm looking forward to that. That's like I say, it's, a, it's part of my theme, so that's cool. So as you said, I I came on with a particularly unpleasant um, armor breakthrough list. So I had uh, I know I had a fell blade. Cause I thought you might bring yours um, as my kind of main focus point. I had mm-hmm. two Sakaran Venators. Yep. Um, to shoot your fell blade that you didn't bring, um, and then I had my normal cohort of Sakarans, uh, which I think was the, uh, three. Was three. Yeah, um, three, and then a, a um, HQ tank, which was my other. Yep. yep, with another Sakaran, and then some predators for my troop choices, and I think probably a squad of guys um, in a rhino. So, a, a very armor-heavy, lots of shooting list, and like you say, because of the lack of scoring units and the fact that you were getting scoring units uh, onto these objectives successfully, uh, I lost the game. But yeah, good fun game. Yeah, I think it came down to when I when I hit your um, hit you when I killed your warlord. I got to roll on the. I got to roll. I think was it D three or was it D? It was D three. Not. Oh, I was thinking was D three. It was D three, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and I rolled a six. Yeah. Yes. So those three points yeah. were won the game for me. Because of course, once you yes, figure out, hey, I need to get onto these uh, these objectives. It was the it was the mission where you score f- the score the objectives from the from being on it, and you score them every turn. Yeah, every turn. That's right. Yeah, which I neglected to do or think about and paid the price. Yeah. So whereas so, I well played, uh, whereas I infiltrated my recon marines straight onto it. Yeah, and that so we kind of tied this in. into the ongoing narrative around the Angstrom sec- section as well to give it um, just rather than just a, a random battle between myself and Michael um, and this was that armor breakthrough list was um, a sort of training pro pre-Talon Iron Warriors detachment um, that just happened to stumble on uh, the Ultramarines where the Ultramarines shouldn't be so um, it's kind of set the story off quite nicely for the event that we're running later on the in August 20th but so we've been having a little few games around that um, and about what's going on in the Angstrom section. As, uh, the, so those who are not familiar, when we did the um, Durham Raiders uh, uh, weekender, the story behind that was that um, the uh, traitors' forces were trying to take over that sector, which they managed to do. And it, this is about the story about what happened to the guys got, that got left behind mm-hmm. and what the rest of the loyalists were trying to do to get them back. So um, that's going to be like a narrative theme up until um, probably the next weekend, I guess. Yeah, yeah, so, um, probably. So that was good. It was good. To, it was good to have a story behind the, um, the battle as well, uh, rather than just a sort of random shoot each other thing. Something that um, Brendan did when I played him from the Sons of Horus, which I really liked. So I've been trying to do that um, ever since on my games. Mm-hmm. So that was your one and only game, wasn't it? Yes. So I'd had a, I'd got another couple of games in. So I've been playing um, John at Battle Bunker. So we had a couple of games. Um, it's sort of various pointless. And so it was the last time I used my armor breakthrough. I decided I wouldn't use um, any tanks other than transports in my next game, which was just all infantry, effectively, mm-hmm. apart from one 
and I did have a couple of dreadnoughts to be fair. So one uh, Leviathan dreadnought and a uh, Contemptor. Leviathan so, dreadnought. Um, so <laughs> Sorry. Leviathan dreadnought and a uh, all infantry list. Yes, that is what I, I consider that infantry. I've got to be honest with you. <laughs> am I am I wrong here? It's got legs. It's it hasn't got tracks. Therefore, it's infantry in my book. <laughs> and you won't touch the iron circle. So. Yes, that's true. That's true. So yeah, that was good fun. Um, just doing some experiments with different units, um, and what have you. So we had a very good game, and I actually advanced an army off the back line for once to try and get it forward into combat. So that was good. Um, so yeah, all in all in good, all good fun. Um, the Raven Guard again causing me a, 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 a bit of bother because um, they seem to be getting progressively better every time I play them, which is good. So um, yeah, not bad at all, not bad at all. That one. Um, I think the next one I had after that was probably um, a similar similar battle, I think, um, with uh, me and John again. Uh, this one, I think, was just a little precursor one that we did um, leading up to the tournament that was supposed to be running. Um, uh, it, well, just last weekend. So I think that was the last one that I had with him. Um, did I play anybody else? I can't think I've missed anybody else. Oh yes, that's right. I got. I managed. I actually played at a new venue. I played at um, Newcastle Warlords, um, and that is against was against Mike. Oh, um, with a Mechanicum. With his fantastically painted Mechanicum. I mean, it's a thing of beauty. This army. Uh, there's pictures, obviously, on the Edge of Empire uh, Facebook page with this battle as well. And I really recommend you look at these um, this Mechanicum army because it is an absolutely stunning piece of work. Uh, really, really. Yeah, beautiful. it's a nice army. Uh, it, it's just, you know, it's one of those armies you look at. And you think, I don't know why, while they're painting mine, because I'm never going to be as good as that. So um, I love his explorer tool. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. So that is a. Um, I asked him about that. The, the um, that sort of land raider model, and it's basically it's an old rogue trader land raider, and he's kind of bought the the guns and the bits to add to it um, to make it look um, kind of modernish. But uh, it was really, really cool army, really good game. Um, I can't remember if he beat me. I think he probably did. But uh, just, you know, it was quite good to play against the uh, mechanic. Again, uh, brought back some memories. Uh, but yeah, like I said, his army was just great. Um, I think I managed to deal with the things that gave me bother last time a bit better. But um, yeah, all in all, a cracking game. Um, very, very close again, if I remember rightly. Um, and like I say, it was just a really good, good fun game. Um, he actually bought some uh, his own scenery with him. I don't think that's. I, know, I think it might be a, because they haven't got their own scenery at the club. Uh, but it was his stuff that he bought online. But I thought it was pretty good, um, like pre-painted. Yeah. Uh, but it was all sort of resin-based, and it was quite. From what you said, it, it sounded like a bit of a bargain. If I'm honest, I don't know if they're still doing the deal, but um, I might get some details if anybody's interested because it was like you know for those of you who don't play at clubs or in especially sort of gaming centres. Obviously getting terrain's quite a tricky thing sometimes and yeah. this was just just basically buy a pack of this stuff and it had all of the, the terrain bits that you'd kind of need to have a battle with, which was very good. So um let's have a look. Uh yes yeah, so I actually managed to win this one. So um but I think a lot of that uh, in retrospect was because uh, Mike had a load of reserves and they just didn't come on in time. Mm-hmm. So the the big stuff in his army took a bit of a hammering so, so that was good um, so that was a good game really good fun and a different venue 
so that was cool. Yeah, what's the um, Warlord like? And, Warlord like because I've never I've not been up yet. I know they've got their, yeah, their places in Fallen, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's okay actually. It's um, it's like a yeah sort of sort of village hall sort of arrangement as most of these places are. Um, but they're nice and they're very friendly. Um, you know, a good club. You can get a game there quite easily, I think. Um, but they they do a lot of sort of Sigma and X Wing and stuff there when I was there. So I suspect they're probably doing a load of Eighth um, Edition and stuff now. So it's very well attended. It, it looks really busy. Um, I will say that. And I think if you want a game there, you generally have to book a table mm. um, than just sort of turn up and hope for a game. So, um, but yeah, I do think you may have to bring your own mats and scenery, but I could be wrong on that one. Because um, I don't think they, I think they've got like just the tables, but they haven't got any actual scenery themselves. So I think people have to bring their own. Yeah, getting a venue that but, also has storage for your scenery can sometimes be a bit yeah. more difficult. Yeah, I know Durham Raiders totally. are quite lucky. So are the um, Warhammer, well, not Warhammer. It's Victory Games Club now. Oh right. Yep. Yeah, I'm not sure, and I don't know if North Shields are the same um, thing or um, uh, Heaton. Heaton's got the own, same thing. Like, yeah. Get, so, getting getting um, a place with transports easy. Sorry, getting a place is easy enough. It's just getting a place where you've got the ability to store the stuff. Yeah, it can be the difficult. Uh, Northumbrian uh, Nag, Northumbrian Adventurers Guild in Blythe, they've got that as well. Right. They store their stuff up uh, up above a uh, up above the fire exit. Right. <laughs> nice. So yeah. Um. So anyway, it's good. It was a different venue, so that's good. Always good to get out now. Um, yep. And nice to get a game of heresy against Michael. I played in the tournament we had the other month which i really enjoyed so um that was good yeah so the next the next battle i had after that one i did play john again because obviously we're in a six-week period and i think um i kind of upped the ante with this one and then took um a purchase um, in this particular fight which was good and i think i had a mixture of, he- of um, armor and um guys and this was the first time i used my um quad launchers but i didn't put the phosphex with them just because I knew that it was just a, a thing of absolute evil. But even then, they still were, were pretty effective, I've got to say. So that was a good game against the Raven Guard. And uh, again, a much closer one this time. I think John had obviously learned a few lessons after playing me a couple of times and um, started to really um, put the, put the, put the, um, put the, turn the thumb screws on me a bit. So I had a, a, bit, of a bit of a tough time against his army this time. Yeah, he's getting better every time you play so, him. It's good. Totally, and then it's just like we spend a lot of time talking about you know units and lists and the best way to play them and stuff. So, so that's really good. I really enjoy playing him. Oh. So, um, and he uses more death and differently to just about everybody else who uses Raving Guard. Gives them combi weapons. Yeah, yeah. So it was um, yeah. There's lots of every time I play him, there's always something different, which is really cool. So yeah. we're getting there. Um, very enjoyable game. So that was that one. Don't worry, I I punished him with quad mortars with phosphex. I know you did because you are a man of evil. Even though I seem to be the one that takes the takes the hit for this. Well, I thought I was playing. I thought I was playing someone who was. I thought I was playing um, Stuart and and Perturabo. Oh yeah. But then uh, John didn't have a game, so teamed up, and I was like, yes. "Oh, tell you what, I'm glad I had them because it stopped his blood. He stopped his ruddy Terminators from uh, from getting to us." Oh right, yes, yes. He's got the um, he's got a storm eagle now, so that obviously helps him quite a lot because that was one of the areas that he was lacking was how to actually deliver these guys without them getting shot to death. So yeah. um, does he take it as a storm eagle or as the um, is it the dark wing? It, it varies. He's tried it in both. I've, I've seen it in both kind of um, 
configurations, you know, the, the, the um, whatever it's called, with the sort of stealth ability one, and also it's just a normal Storm Eagle. So, um, yeah. so yeah, very cool. So that was another good game, again, at Battle Bunker. So i um, been playing there quite a lot. And then the final one was we were supposed to, there was supposed to be a heresy tournament um, at Battle Bunker uh, this on Saturday. Yes, my, wa- my wife forbid me from going. Yeah, I can understand. But it was basically, but we didn't have enough people. So I don't think Justin's going to do any more heresy events, which I can understand. He's got a business to run. Um, yeah. And at the moment, people don't want to do it. So we'll see how the one goes in August and see if we get some more interest and stuff. So he's been really helpful with that, um, you know, to try and sort of drop interest in it and things. But um, anyway, we didn't get the people that we wanted, but it was me and John and uh, a guy called Michael. Um, and uh, we decided that we'd have a big game instead and that um, John and I would uh, combine our forces to make 6,000 points. Um, and our friend Michael here would bring all of his uh, Alpha Legion, which happened to include a Reaver Titan. Ooh. So that was really cool because it, it was a, quite a good spectacle um, to play against. Yeah. So uh, that was a real long game as well. I mean, we must have started about 10 o'clock, I suppose, and we finished at about 6 so nice. it was a it was a, it was a long day of game, and then we had a you know lunch break, and we were very yeah, it was a very casual game anyway. So it wasn't as if people were watching the clock, but um, that was that was a really good game, um, and it had a, a sort of certain epicness to it because uh, you know I was kind of dug in behind my defence line. I'd had a quite a you know a brutal list because I thought was thought I'd be playing a a, um, a tournament, uh, but it didn't actually. In the end, I think I had. Uh, about a rhino left uh, mm. and uh, I think John had a few more units than I did so we were playing Blood Feud which is probably the worst thing you could play against with if you've got a Reaver Reaver Titan because obviously they have a tendency when they get shooting to kind of delete units per turn Yeah. so <laughs> we were always on to a loser but uh, just the um, the sort of joy of playing against a thing of that size was really good fun I mean, I didn't even bother shooting it, to be honest with you, because I just thought there's just no point. I'll shoot all this other stuff. She had a, a strong list as well. You know, there was um, a Benator, there was uh, some uh, Welvin Scorpius's, uh, the actual Alpha Legion themselves, and their uh, infiltrating shenanigans um, and outflanking was a major pain. Yeah. Um, you know, big Terminator squad. So there was lots of uh, lots of interesting and different units. I mean, I know the... the um, Reaver itself you know, cost a couple of thousand points, but uh, it was a it was a brutal piece of work. And what was actually kind of more devastating than the, the he loaded it out with two triple I think they are um, laser destroyers. So that's sixteen weapon blasts a turn, uh, and the the kind of barrage mega blasty thing, missile this, launcher thing. Yeah, but it was doing you know rather than the big blasts, it was doing you know, I think the apocalypse things where you know you start with one five-inch blast and it kind of makes a big trail. Oh yeah. So um, and that was devastating because it's all AP3 and it was just you know if you got any Space Marines out in the open or anything like not actually hold down in bloody cover, you just got deleted by this, this massive five chain or six chain of potential blast templates. Mm. So that was. Uh, that was a shocker. So, um, but we hung up. We hung in there. We, we gave as good as we got. Um, but it's just that, that by the time the um, Titan had kind of stomped his way up the board, 
uh, it was all over for us. You know, all of our defences had crumbled. All my, you know, and a ten man, bear in mind, a ten man um, siege tyrant squad. You know, with a uh, with a siege breaker, so they were all on tank hunter. You know, they were there to deal some damage, but just couldn't get enough on it. So, but good game, really good game. Mm. Oh, I'm um, glad to hear. And very epic. So it looks it fun kind of from the photos. The, yeah, so it kind of turned a, a, a fence point day into something that was really cool. So me and John had a lot of laughs playing that. John was like, at the end of it, it's like. You know, his, his dice rolling isn't the most you're not the most lucky person when it comes to rolling dice you know and it would be like you a bit like me where i get sometimes you know you've got three three plus saves to make mm-hmm. you roll three dice and you get you know two twos and a four consistently you know it's like statistically this shouldn't be happening but it just keeps happening so um i just get a bit exasperated by the end of it but it was a, you know when you play for that amount of time for that number of points it is knackering that's you know yes thinking, as you can remember, I mean, just playing the big doubles game at uh, the weekenders and stuff, I'm just tiring. So, um, yeah, so that's that's been it, really. So a lot of Iron Warriors have been out and about, so I've had a couple of games with Perturabo as traitors. I've had a few with Keir Valen, because in that one, and I had a load of stuff, and Keir Valen was included, because I like Keir Valen. He's one of those characters like um, whatever it is, Maester Aemon, or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. who, who kind of adds a lot to your army, whilst not being the most effective, you know, combat monster in the world he brings a lot of um, useful buffs with him yeah and that was me oh good good so you had it sounds like you had some good games yeah Yeah. I I did I'm not not sure how things are going to go in the next um, few weeks but um, yeah I've got got my fair share in so that's always good yeah I need to I need to play some more games so definitely yeah so I've got to play some more games because I've got to I've got a. Uh, I've got. I really want to use my mastodon. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, if you if you do get a chance, just let me know and we'll arrange a game. Yeah. No. Um, I might. Um, I might take a flexi day at some point as well. If, um, if you want to do it during the day, if that yeah, might sure. Whenever you want to. Yeah. We can make make a day of it. So yeah. So that's gaming and current gaming. Uh, left last thing is. Uh, upcoming events really yeah so what's going on we've got the uh, our event at the battle bunker on the 20th of august yeah so we're hoping to get a few more people like i said we've got seven currently i'd really like to get to the, you know where i've got 12 um so we're putting quite a lot of effort into this i've got some really good um scenarios for us to play um and i've got some good ideas around how we're going to branch the narrative through the day you know, and some of the things that we've learned from the weekender, the big weekender that we did, mm-hmm. to uh, sort of try and um, trial some things that we might use for that going forward. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it should be a good fun. And there's like quite a good history of that sector. There's, you know, there's quite a lot to play for. Um, so it'd be nice to get a few more people because um, the, the event, the venue is really good. Um, you know, parking is easy to get to. All the rest of it's got a lot of pluses going for it. Yeah, McDonald's um, right outside so, and a Tesco. McDonald's are just outside as well, so that's always a bonus. So, but just um, just trying to get enough people interested at the moment is is proving slightly problematic. So yeah, it's, it's the, the, it is the as I said, it is the summer, and some people just yeah. you know games don't get interested. But even if there's only seven or eight of us, we should still have a fun time. Okay. I, I, I know I'm still up for it. How many points is it again? Two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. Yes, two not enough half. for my Mastodon. <sighs> yes, deliberately. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, and then there's uh, the weekend after, there's uh, uh, South Shields as well. 
Yes, there is. Yeah. Um, so this, I think they're doing a narrative event as well. But no, nothing but sure, Space Marines. Not is that right? They banned Mechanicum. Banned Mechanicum, banned Custodies, banned, banned Militia. No Solar Auxilia. Just Space Jesus. Marines. Okay. I'm sure that's there's a good reason for that. Um, I mean, I can see why you're buying Mechanicum. I can totally get behind that, obviously. But, um, no, not really. Uh, that does seem slightly odd, but, you know, each to their own. Well, I've, I've paid for my ticket. I, I thought I may as well go along and give it a shot. Oh, it's enough that. points that I can take my Mastodon. Oh, is it 3,000? 3,000. Great. So Mastodon, 15 Terminate. <laughs> well, actually, it's going to be 20 Terminators, because I'm going to put, take the Spartan as well. Jesus. So was that just basically drive forward and destroy everything in your path? Pretty much. That's the plan. Cool. I've not been to... Actually, so I'm going to have to let us know that's fine. Yeah, no, no, I've not been either. It should be good, though. Um, and then there's the... I think the only other one really of note is the Imperial Truce First Blood, which is at Element Games. Yes. On the 2nd and 3rd. So I've booked the time, I've booked the hotel, and I've booked my ticket, so I will be there. Well, I should probably get, I have to get an Edge of Empire t-shirt or something, Michael, at this rate. Yeah, definitely, we should get some done there. I, I'm, I'm hoping to get there. It's just a case of... I mean, I'll have to, I'll have to work it out. Plus, that means you would, you know, if you, you'll be at an event every weekend from the twentieth onwards, just to give you a heads up. Oh, that's true. That's 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 true, isn't it? Oh, I'll have to speak to the girls about that. Exactly. I just want to preempt the fact that you may need to do some serious um, husband points, you know, pandering, in order to get the you know, three weekends off, and one of those actually being away in Stockport, so... Yeah, yeah, well, if you message me the cost of the hotel, and I will start working out to see if I can afford it, and uh, and, and then oh, I will then I will approach the girls and say, hmm, did you mind if I go away for three weekends? Uh, you know, I, I'm away for three weekends in a row. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll be fine. I mean, I... I no problem at all. Yeah, and it's the <laughs> Metro Centre Warhammer store, well, Game Workshop store's birthday on the 26th, I believe. Oh, is it? I think is it's the 26th. Get... Any anniversary stuff where they kind of do like a special model and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they've got an art book, which I'm quite interested in. Okay. And a Primera cool. Space Marine Captain. Got you. Who just looks cooler than the one in the Gravis armour. Nice. Because I don't know if you've picked well, up Dark Imperium at all. No, I haven't. Uh, I, 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 I have picked it up. Gotcha. So. No, I've, I've avoided it like the plague. Um, just because I've got enough stuff, thanks. And I've got tons of Imperial Guard that I need to put together as well. But the plague just marines are so lovely. Yeah. I can't hear you. <laughs> right. So that, I think, concludes our episode four. Um, so thanks very much for listening uh, have a great couple of weeks we'll be back probably around the end of August I guess at this rate um, mid August what yeah yeah shall we do yeah if we do the yeah mid, uh, the, how about if we do the weekend before our event or the weekend after one of those two it will be around those times yeah either one of those two it will either be the weekend after or the weekend before cool but not the weekend and, of uh, not the weekend of because that would be very very difficult but um yes all good okay so it's a uh, good night from me uh, I am. good night from him <laughs>
<laughs> right. Good night, everybody. All right. Night night. Bye bye.